0: This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Hi, I'm Sean McElroy. It's February 11th of 2019. Now the news. Wow, all of a sudden, Jaguar Land Rover is in trouble. And it all has to do with a big slump in China. Last quarter, JLR sales in China plummeted 47%. Interestingly, JLR says that's because the Chinese government is boosting support for state-owned companies, while JLR sales come primarily from private entrepreneurs, and the growth of private companies is dropping. Another problem is that 82% of JLR's dealers are in smaller cities in China, and so it needs to tap into the big Tier 1 cities. So now JLR is going to lay off 4,500 employees on top of the 1,800 who left last year. And it's going to take a $4 billion write-down. Even more, it has to raise another billion bucks over the next year, at the same time it has to spend heavily on electric cars. JLR is doing well in almost every other market, but the problems in China are dragging down the entire company. In a somewhat surprising development, Nikola Motors a company that's working on hydrogen-powered semi-trucks, announced it will offer battery-electric versions of its trucks, too. Its Nicola II and Nikola Trey trucks will be available to order with 500-kilowatt-hour, 750-kilowatt-hour, and 1-megawatt-hour battery packs. So why the move to batteries? The company says hydrogen-powered semis are ideal for long-haul trips, while BEVs are more useful in cities and short-haul deliveries. Nikola will show off the battery electric models in April. The Takata airbag saga has been going on for years, and there's still no end in sight. Seven automakers announced additional recalls, totaling 1.7 million vehicles. This is on top of another 5 million vehicles that Ford, Honda, Toyota, and Fiat Chrysler will recall in 2019. In total, about 10 million inflators will be recalled in the U.S. this year. The entire list of vehicles has been announced in chunks as not to put too much of a strain on the supply of replacement airbags or financial pressure on automakers. The last of the vehicles will be announced through the end of next year, which will bring the grand total to around 70 million in the U.S. FCA expects the new Gladiator pickup to cannibalize sales from the Wrangler, but it doesn't care. We'll explain why right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Advanced materials that deliver better results. And by ExxonMobil. If the Jeep brand is missing anything from its lineup, it's a three row utility vehicle. We've reported Jeep will get the Ram-based Wagoneer, But could it add another three-row as well? We spotted the automaker testing the seven-passenger Jeep Grand Commander in Michigan over the weekend. The vehicle is currently sold in China. But we're not so sure it would make sense in the Jeep lineup. It's built on a modified version of the same platform that underpinned the Dodge Dart and Chrysler 200, meaning it might not be able to live up to Jeep's off-road heritage. We've seen rumors the Grand Commander could be sold as a Chrysler in North America, and this spotting would add fuel to that speculation. And speaking of Jeep, it knows the Gladiator is going to eat into sales of the Wrangler since the Gladiator is based on the Wrangler. In fact, it fully expects the Gladiator to siphon off 10-15% to of sales of the Wrangler. Moreover, production of the Wrangler will temporarily stop in the second quarter this year, as they make changes in the assembly plant to build a plug-in hybrid version of the Wrangler, which will go on sale early next year. But Mike Manley, the CEO of FCA, says even with all that, they expect the combination of Wrangler and Gladiator sales to be 50,000 units higher by the end of this year, so they're not all that worried about any cannibalization. Police departments face an increasing problem of people crashing into patrol cars parked at the side of the highway after pulling over a speeder or investigating an accident. Cops are getting hurt and even killed. So Ford is now installing an X-shaped crossmember in the rear of the Explorer police interceptor that adds 160 pounds of steel. While all vehicles have to meet a federal standard for protection in a 50 mile an hour rear end collision. The X-Frame bumps that up to 75 miles per hour. So we here at AutoLine want to remind everyone that when you see a patrol car on the side of the road, move over a lane, or if you can't do that, slow down. There's a flood of electric cars coming to the market, but there's also a problem with them. No one knows how to recycle the batteries. That's coming up next. 2.4
1: 2.4%. That's how much air pressure the average tire loses in a month, and it can make a big difference. Visit butylrubber.com to see how ExxonMobil's Halo butyl technology keeps tires inflated longer. Strength from the inside out.
0: Automakers and governments around the world are going all in with electric vehicles. While they will be greener in the long run than internal combustion engines, there's still an issue about recycling the batteries. No one knows how to truly reuse the materials. On last week's Auto Line After Hours, we were joined by Brett Smith, a powertrain expert at the Center for Automotive Research. And he explained how the issue is being tackled.
1: Clearly, we don't have that many batteries that are at end of life. We're still in startup phase for that. We're still learning. There's a lot of work being done here, enormous amount of work being done in Europe on this. They'll take them in Europe. They're required to take take them, take them back take them apart and, and dispose of them properly. But in terms of recycling, it's still not there. It won't be there, I would argue, until the scale economies make it useful so you can get enough batteries coming back in to actually get value out of taking them apart and turning them into something. Um, but also, and I, I keep coming back to this idea that we don't really know what the true chemistry or the true makeup of a real mass volume mass high-volume mass-market battery is going to be. And until you know that, you don't know the recycling. You don't know that, what, what that value is. But it's clearly one that, that in Europe where they have rules on take back, where they have to be required to take back their product, manufacturers, they're working through that. They're taking them apart. They're, they're taking care of the pieces and the, the materials. But we don't know. Sorry. We don't know what we don't know. And with that development, it takes time to understand where it's going. I think it's an important concern, but I think as you get that volume and you get to understand it, it becomes more doable.
0: And you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or look for it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching. We'll see you here again tomorrow.